Welcome back. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese as always. All the way from Miami, Florida. The bodyguard. The best sniper around. Kalina. Kalina, how are you? I'm good. You know, my feet hurt. I think I've been standing up for like three hours chopping vegetables. Oh, you yeah. know. And we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. Giving. So salute to everyone who's been checking out the show, um, retweeting, sharing, giving us a shot, leaving a comment. We appreciate all the support, the listens, your ears, and hopefully we're doing a good enough job where you could hit the subscribe button, hit it, and then uh, and and we can continue to earn that. So salute to everyone. It's been a good 2019 for us, but we're in the middle of the producer series or ending it we're towards the end um and we put a question out there not so long ago about who you wanted to be who do you want on the show and we really strategized these episodes to be around that list and one of the names we saw a lot um was a a great producer um that has been making some noise been working with with jada conway Man, I, I hate to say the name Dark Low because it hurts my heart. Uh, but of course, our, our, one of our favorites of the show, uh, Dark Low. Uh, welcome to the show, my man. Introduce yourself for the audience. What's good? It's Jay Demers, man. Man, the I'm man. here. Massachusetts, stand up, bro. Oh, mm-hmm. man. We're natural rivals, but for yeah, today, oh, we're going to put it to the side. <laughs> um, Boston and Brooklyn, we could uh-huh. coexist, um, and we will. We're excited to have you here because you've been making a lot of noise in, in the scene, which makes us excited because that's we predominantly love beats, I would say, right, first. Right. Um, and so we're... We are very, uh, you know, prone to thinking about those things. When did hip hop become a thing for you? I know for me, Kalina, it all started with like relatives, bigger brothers, and stuff like that. But when did hip hop infiltrate your your body and were like, "Yo, I gotta create something with this"? Um, I mean, ever since I was young, like I was always into hip hop music, but um, I feel like probably around like 09, 2010, around there. That's when I like really started thinking about making beats and shit. And, uh, you know, after that, it just kind of you know, took off from there. You know what I'm saying? I just worked on my craft since then and just built but up what I've been doing. that time though? Like that's such a random time. Like what made you like, you know, specifically that, that little In time? 2009, 2010? Yeah. Um, around that time, my man's um Lawaz, he you know, he raps and shit. That's like my brother. Like we we um we was recording this shit. Cause I was rapping a little bit with him or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We had uh Audacity, the pro the free recording program. So I would, you know what I'm saying, I'll punch him in, he would rap, he punched me and whatever. So around that time we was rapping and shit and I I learned the program. And that's not a beat making program, it's just a free recording program. And just from just like punching him in and doing just like the little shit on there like i started learning that program and i learned i could loop stuff and stuff like that i could put you know whatever sound on there so i started looping drum breaks and then i started sampling stuff and then just ever since then i just really just kind of um you know mastered my craft on that program i kind of learned it the best way i could so i don't even know how to use like an npc and none of that or fl studio none of that i learned how to make beats on my own on a 
on a free recording program just based off recording my friend rap. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what's crazy about so, that? So, so, I mean, but, but to answer your question, we record the time that way period, too. It just happened around there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. the program we're using right now is Audacity. No shit. That's real? how I mix and master everything. For real? And that's what I've been I cutting. My, my... I make all my beats off that. Everything. Yeah, bro. It's, I would yeah. recommend the software for anyone who's just curious and learning. It's a free, yeah. has everything, and it's almost a language does, is a shared language between any other um, digital audio workstation. It's the same language. Once you learn the language, right. you can work with almost any DAW that you want to. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm I'm recording with that right now. And so I know that also the limitations of audacity. So when you say yeah. someone is emceeing, what he really means is it only records one signal at a time. Right. So one verse needs to be laid down and then the other one needs to be merged in later. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's a so there's a lot of there's a lot of different files that go into my beats. So when you know, when I get around other producers that don't use audacity they you know what i'm saying they're like how the fuck do you make beats on that you know what i mean like that they just they have no idea but for me it's just so natural because like i said i never learned how to use anything else i only know audacity so you know what i'm saying like, i look at it as a, a gift and a curse because there's limitations like you said but i learned it so well that i don't feel like i'm limited you know what i mean yeah I hear yeah you. i, I feel think like it's it's like that. like creatures of habit like once they become comfortable with something and they yeah. see that it works. I mean, they just keep using it, and it's and it's very much true. And then they can also say that it's limiting, but it's just you don't feel like trying nothing else either. Like, eh, yeah. I mean, they say you know a lot of great producers say like it's not about you know what you have; it's just about knowing what you use. Really, like you know, people you can go out and buy like equipment, like all sorts of stuff, but that doesn't make you a great producer. It's just about knowing how to use it. So. You know, like mm -hmm. I said, it's a free recording program. This ain't a beat making program. I just thought myself. So I just had the ear for it. Like I already, I always had that ear for samples and everything. You know what I mean? Shout out to Hop Goblin because he does it the same way. So I would love to hear a conversation between you two. Right. I know he does it the same way. Oh, that's dope. Audacity. That's what Because his, I, I've, his I've actually, I, I haven't been aware of any other producers other than myself that actually use that program. So that's dope. Yeah, and I, I know that he, he uses it because we talked about it once. So an interesting okay. thing. When you're talking about beats and production, can you... It's always interesting to me. You know, I've been dabbling with it for a few years. I got my, my Machine 3, and I have no idea what I'm doing half the time. But I just love messing around with it just to kill the time, keep me out of trouble, things like that. You know, I'm a married man, so I got to stay, keep myself occupied in the house, right? So I'm just I'm pounding away trying to figure things out. Um, but there's usually a, a process everyone does. What What is the starting process for you? Because for me, it's obviously going to the record store, getting getting records. I got lucky. I bought a house, and in the house, in the basement, was 13, 13 or 14 crates of records that the owners left. And I just took them, and I'm siphoning through them, trying to make beats from them. That's my starting point. What's your starting point? Like, How do you begin that process? Uh, for me, really, I mean, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, I could, I could just hear a sample or some shit. Like, I, I might not even be sitting down making the beat. Like, I could be out somewhere and just hear a song, and I'm like, oh shit, like that's a dope part. I can sample that later. Or, or, or I might, or I might sit down if I'm gonna sit down and make beats. Like, I might start with a drum break. I'll, I'll, I'll make the drums first, and then like from there, I'll, I'll, you know, 
I started going through samples and shit like that and just seeing what I could do with it. Because I'm I'm a sample based producer, really. You know what I mean? And uh but but you so you do vinyl records and shit. So that's how you sample your shit? Yeah, I I yeah, I, I put a vinyl on the, the, the physical the physical I got, see me. I got I physical ain't gonna lie to you. Everything I do, I get off I YouTube. YouTube. I ain't gonna lie to you, you know what I'm saying? Like no, uh, um, Michelangelo uh, does it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, but you know what? It's it's two thousand it's it's about to be two thousand twenty, you know what I'm saying? You don't oh you don't have to go to the record store and do that. I mean, like the experience is dope, but I feel like the time it takes to go do all that, like I am cutting down the time period. Like I'm Correct. I'm going through mad samples, everything. I'm, I'm getting my samples together, doing what I gotta do, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's a good way. We I was just talking about this conversation just happened today. Just yep. today, this same conversation happened. It's not really about yeah, you can get the vinyl, but like yeah. I don't, you gotta have the time. Number one, you gotta have the time. Number two, it's tiresome. Number three, if you're in a different part of a country, maybe another state where it's known for, you're gonna go for fun. But it's just a lot easier to just go through the computer and just find oh, them and stay for sure. Them and I got like I said, I inherited crates of vinyl for so so that's what I, I go through. Because when I buy vinyls, as as Kalina yeah. would tell you, I only buy yeah. vinyls with with artists that I'm trying to support. I don't actually buy to yeah. make records. I have okay, okay. four. I have fourteen crates to siphon through, so I'm gonna use that. But after that, I, I'll take some Japanese funk from a YouTube video and see what I could uh, uh, create. Um, when you're thinking about now, this is it's interesting. I don't want to let too many out, too many bags out the out the bag. But you know, yeah, me and Kalina, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, me, Kalina, <laughs> oh, we 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 have big plans for 2020. We leave it there, and it's an interesting process between listening to things and who matches up with what. When you're thinking about your production, do right. are you thinking about certain people you would like to be on that, or are you just creating, or like, man, I really think. Dark Low will be great on this one. Let me shoot it out to him. How's that? Because now the negotiation of producing, once you have the product and who you want to collaborate with, that seems to be very different for everyone as well. Yeah, I mean, it depends on, you know, who, who I have contacts with. I mean, if I make a beat and it sounds like a certain artist, I try my best to, you know, find a contact to get the beat over to that artist. But, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. But, the people I do have connects with, you know, are normally artists that I'm already a fan of. Like, I try to work with artists that I'm a fan of because the type of sound that they have, you know, kind of fits what I do anyway. So, so I'm not necessarily always trying to make a beat to fit somebody. I'm just doing me, and I just know that the artists that fuck with me are going to like it. So, I, you know, Dark Low, he loves my shit. So it works out perfect, you know what I mean? Like, you know, nine times out of ten, I send him something. He loves it. You know what I mean? It just works out. Yeah, my Apple Music said I listen to Shakira too much. Kalina's <laughs> Apple Music says she listens to Dark Low mostly all the time. So, <laughs> yo, yeah, yo, free, free Dark Low for real, free that. No, that, yeah, free that. that we shit got me fucked up. That shit got me sick. Yeah, me right. too. Right? Yeah, I did. It's, yeah. it's sad. You don't even want to talk about it, but yeah. you know, it's what can you do? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we had him on the show, and one thing I walked away impressed with was how humble he was and how just sweet he was. And then, and that was like so. Everything around that seemed strange to me because my encounter is 
has been nothing but positive. And I work with people for a living. That's what I do. Read people. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. And one of the things... He's just well-spoken. You know, he's yeah. well-spoken. Articulate. We just seem like... Yeah. So, you know... You know. So, go, go, go find... Go write to them and let them know get Dark Glow out and this, you know, keep doing that. Right. Um, 2020 is around the corner. Is there anything that we're working on that you could talk about that could uh you know for we could uh get excited about i know you have the premonitions ep around the corner uh coming yeah. out um what was that process like what can we expect uh, sonically the sound um my dude rob marquez he he's from out here he's from massachusetts he's from uh he's from chelsea um chelsea mass uh me and him like that's my guy like I, I get out with him all the time. We work on music and uh, just the process is always dope. Like, you know, we sit down, we pick samples or just, it just you know what I mean? We chop it up. We just make shit happen. Like, and the, and the sound is just real hip hop. It's, uh you know, it's dark, it's gritty, it's soulful, you know what I'm saying? Everything, like, it, it's, it's fire. Like, and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and he's a Spanish cat, so he got, like, just that ill, like, nostalgic, like, like, real hip hop shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he grew up off pun, all that. Like you know what I'm saying? He just nice. Like homie's nice. So it's just a dope sound. Considering just, that the question well, podcast is hosted by two Latinos, we like that. Yeah, so we're, we're like y'all, y'all will fuck with it. Like me and him have a lot of music on the way because we have uh, the Premonition EP. Uh, I also have uh, another EP with him and my boy uh, Kennedy Cruz. It's the EP called Piero that's coming out. I also have another project. Produced entirely by me with Raw Marquez called uh, Urbane Grande coming out. Um, what else I got coming? Uh, Young Zeus from uh, Staten Island. He's got a tape hosted by DJ Drama coming out um, December 5th, I believe. Uh, I got a couple of joints on there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Staten, if, if Staten Dog, Island MCs yeah. have it really huh? hard. Staten Island MCs have it really hard. Oh, like, yeah, they do. But Wu, Wu Tang is wonderful, but man, to come yeah. out of Staten Island <laughs> and not be a part of Wu somehow is very tough. And even if you are a Wu affiliate, then you get labeled as a Wu affiliate and you're not even considered underground for whatever reason. So it's it's yeah. a very, very tricky thing. So shout out to Vito. <laughs> Who, who does good work and he's an upcoming MC. Make sure you check out that episode. Yeah, that's a beat on, man. He don't sound like, he don't uh, sound like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, that's my, like, I never met him, but he fucks with me. He likes my beats. Like, I, I fuck with him. He's nice. Yeah, he's like a good guy too. Hard worker too, man. We just, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I, I got, I got a lot of shit. Um, what else I got coming? Um, My dude Prano from Boston. I got a lot of, uh, records on there with him on his project coming out. Um, my brother Luaz, we got a tape coming. I'm, I produced the whole thing. Um, I got some shit coming with Bodega Bams. Um, who else? Like you know, dark, more shit with Dark Low eventually. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I said, free that man. But I got a lot of records with him. Um, yeah, I just that's I got a lot. a lot of stuff. That's a lot. Whole yeah. lot of stuff. Busy, and that's a testament for those who are new um, to the show, new to, to to what we're trying to do here. The fact that you're busy says a lot of people are interested to work with you because we know producers who are not that busy. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't mean to cut you off. My my guy, Young Riot, 
Young Riot. That's my guy. Uh, I don't know if y'all know him, but he was he used to fuck with uh, Max B before he got locked up. He's from Boston, though. That's my guy. I got a whole EP coming with him too. That's right. You gotta link us. Definitely yeah, gotta definitely link, link us. Definitely link us. Right, right. Slay. We got we got an EP coming out called uh, Five Piece Five Records. I, I put them all. You know what I'm saying? They're fire. The hip hop hip hop underground scene is very very rich right now and it has been for the last couple of years so it's always exciting um and i've kind of changed my opinion about the stance of hip-hop because i was a jaded old man for a while but i i would I, I love to see what griselda is doing and what daniel said you, you know it's just things. great because it opens the door for for the type of music i always love um Dang. as things like that and the boston hip-hop scene is a very interesting one for all the reasons why of Boston itself is polarizing outside of Boston. So we have Al Davino and SD Nack and Code Nine. Right. Um those yep. are people kinda in the forefront. Get what Millie's, what yeah, Millie, yeah, what is what is the Boston hip hop sound like? What is that scene like? Because it's a, it's a very rich one, but it's also oh. not given enough proper respects throughout the pantheon of hip hop history. It's um yeah, it's, it's definitely not given the proper respect, but I feel like in recent years, definitely is, you know, we've been breaking out, out the gate, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, Boston's always been overshadowed by, you know, New York because, you know, we're from the East Coast and whatever, mm-hmm. like, but around the time, you know, hip hop started in New York, like, Boston has similar shit going on at the same time. So it's like, I feel like Boston's sound is similar to New York too, because it's an East Coast sound. Mm-hmm. But but you get a lot of different stuff out here because you got guys making uh a turn up shit that don't sound like they don't sound like they're from here at all. But then you got guys that are like, you know what I'm saying, that they're really rapping. So you, you kind of get like everything out here. You know what I mean? It's it's not I don't feel like Boston necessarily has like a like a trademark sound necessarily, but I feel like you kind of get everything out here because you're gonna you're gonna find somebody that makes this type of music, that, that type of music, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, look at you. I mean, y- yeah. you're right, and that's kind of good, you know. But like, you compare that to somewhere like Miami, where right. you know what really known for musically. You know what I mean? And I know that there will be Pit like the, under, the underground kids that say a certain sound, but yeah, you know that's kind of sad. Hey, shout out to Pitbull. You're making money, but that's it's terrible. Right. He didn't start that way. That's the whole crazy thing. He was like straight. Hey, but what did it start, what did it start with? You yeah. know, and then it escalated a little bit to what, like Trick Daddy, Trina, like real right. down. And, and thank God for that, because before yes. that was what, Luke? You know? Right. Like, you can only have so much Luke. You know for that type of right. shit. Like, you can't never. What are you going to, what sound you got? <laughs> What's right. wrong with Dude the Brown? I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say like Boston doesn't have an identity because I feel like it's like it's a it's lyrical, but you you can also get like you know turn up shit. You you can get kind of everything over here. I, I believe I, I I wouldn't say it's there's no identity, but I think you get a little bit of everything. You know. Well, hit, yeah. Boston is making a nice name for themselves, and I think it's great. Obviously, we got Rochester. And it's, it's not just Boston. It's not just Boston though. Massachusetts is coming up. Period. Because yes. not because. Cause Boston's small, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not, I don't live in Boston. I live right outside Boston, so it's like 20 minutes outside. I live by Brockton, you know what I'm saying? But we got people coming out of Brockton doing shit. D the Flyers, he just had a song with little, uh, little baby. That shit got like, mad, like two million views or some shit. Like, 
Huh? That's fire. Yeah, like, the, I mean, there's a lot of people coming out of here. Uh, Jordan Lucas, he's from Worcester, Mass. That's like, right. he ain't from Boston, but but everyone lumps everything to Boston because that's the capital. But Massachusetts is just, we thriving. Everybody's doing their thing right now. Well, it's good to see it. It's good yeah. to see it on my side. I, you know, I've opened up my opinion a lot about music recently. I'm definitely East Coast biased. I don't. I really don't tread outside of that. But it's good to see people like Esty Nack and Al Davino and, yeah. and Code Nine and a bunch of of people from that part of the world doing good music because that's all we really care about is good music and where it comes from doesn't really matter too much to us. Um, Al Davino's from New York, though. But I mean, he live out here. But he lives out there. I'm gonna see him if I'm probably gonna drop this on Thanksgiving. Just being the case, this will probably drop tomorrow. A special episode, so come see me December six at the Supply and Demand show with Sir Love Day. I'm gonna be there with Al Davino and the Mutant Academy and Echo John. Well, I'm gonna be there, and I was given permission to bring my recording thing. So just come and come say hello. I don't know what I'm going to do with what I record. Who knows? But I'm going to have some live interviews with, with people over there. So come check me out there and come check me out December 5th over at Beer Wax with uh, Philly's own uh, Zilla Rocca. We're going to be doing a, a couple of beat sets over there. Me and Sir Love Day, we're going to be there. Come find me at the bar. I'm suppressing my feelings with beer. So come 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 do that <laughs> with me um, as, as, as well. Most importantly, though. Hit the link below. You don't have to go nowhere. All the links are below. Tap them. Um, hit, hit, find out what we're doing on the Crush A Lot podcast. Go check out the music that we're, we're really excited about. Um, that's the most important thing. So, you know, hey, we're here and we're excited. But we have a question. Who has a question? I have you a have question. A- you know, it's the Crush A Lot podcast. I got I to gotta um, ask. It's so obnoxious. I know. It's, it's what I do. Like it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I do it. I'm gonna retire it in 2019, but it's still <laughs> 2019. God. All right. So if you could, you're a producer, so you got producers here. If you yeah. could pick any any beat from the pantheon of hip hop, the pantheon of hip hop history, that best yeah. describes your love making talents, your mattress mambo. Your your body friction delight that one beat that like if I get to describe it that's the beat that's my style. What beat would that Wait, but be? It's yeah, not limited to hip hop. You could go outside. You could go some Barry White if you want. Oh no, no, nah, nah. I'm gonna pick some hip hop shit. But there's a lot of beats that I love. Man. That's hard. That's <laughs> well, hard to do. Considering today's a I Wednesday night. If you have to pick one or two from that, and I don't even fucking like this question, so you know, just take your time. <laughs> it's right. it's a Wednesday say... night. It's a different than a Friday night mood. It's different than a Wednesday night mood. So that might be in consideration. <laughs> nah, like I would say, like you pick a, if I'm picking a beat that kind of like I feel resonates with me and and reflects the type of music I'm making. I'm gonna go with like. I'd probably say T-O-N-Y by Capone Noriega, that beat. Um, <laughs> I'm going right, to uh, I'm gonna say uh, Q-U Hectic by uh, Mob Deep, Mob Deep, that beat. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel Can't get accosted. enough of it. 
you can't get enough of it by Mob Deep. That beat, like, there's a whole lot of yeah, everything. Mob Deep, Mob Deep, just play the Mob Deep soundtrack, and that's what we're gonna do. What's the other shit by uh, CNN? Um, but Iraq, that beat by on the War Report. That's War Report. So I mean, like shit, like that. Like yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, like, like Queensbridge, like Queens rap, like in the '90s and shit. Like that was a very, very big influence on me. Like heavy. Like I love '90s Queens rap. Nas, Ma Deep, Tragedy Gaddafi, Capone Noriega, Cormega, all that. Like I love that shit. Shout Shazie, out. Whatever. You know, nothing will ever sound just like that ever. Like in the history of ever, will it ever sound that great? I think the but, '90s you know, was but, a big but I but when I first started though, when I really first started making beats, like I like I really went for that sound, and I and I still do to this day. I try to keep it like grimy and shit. But when I first started, like I try to make those type of beats again. Like I mean, in my own way, not copying nobody. You know what I'm saying? But I try to bring that shit back because. That's the shit I'm. That's the shit I'm bumping. That's what I'm listening to. Like, well, we appreciate that. It's a good time to bring it back. I think that yeah. people are ready for it, and and you know, it's exciting to see what Griselda's gonna do. They're gonna open the doors a lot, obviously. Ben, so, Benny, Benny's my favorite artist right now. I want to work with Benny. Like, I've been trying to get a placement with him for a minute. That's, someone that's, that's at Benny. That, someone that, that's at bucket, that's Benny. That's bucket list. Bucket list. At Benny. Yeah. And then add him for I need, us. I need Benny on some shit. Stop asking him softball questions on your interview. God damn it. Get get to it. Get to it. Shout out. If we're talking about to Boston. Shout out Money Miz. Shout out to you, Money Miz. I know you check out the show. Congratulations on your show. Go check them out. The Fuck You Mean podcast. Go check them out. We don't hate. We congratulate. But listen to us first and listen to them second. Crush a lot podcast. We're out. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.